Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
how's everybody doing tonight? This is the maiden broadcast of the Great Liberators Radio Show. Um, the topic tonight, the topic tonight is going to be talking about the socialization of black boys and girls and how those things prove to be dysfunctional uh, to to building families and, and and things of that nature. So hopefully we'll have a I'm waiting to get my co-host in so she can come in and we can, um, you know, really get things going. Okay, hold on, I lost my. Yeah, I'm waiting for my for my co-host to call in. Um, so we can really, you know, get the get the discussion going. Um, but but one thing that we have to talk about is how. Um, we seem to raise our sons to be philanderers or to be um, uh, whoremongers or to to be skirt chasers while we socialize our daughters to to tolerate that behavior. And that dynamic is that dynamic is, um, is is proven to be very disturbing and troubling when it comes to actually building um, families and things of that nature. And things of that nature. Trying to get my co-host in here. One second. One second. Now, hope everybody having a good weekend. Things like that. I'm doing excellent. My team won. The Saints won. So that's good for me. It was a blowout. They beat the Buffalo Bills 47 to 10. Buffalo Bills 47. I'm having some audio problems right now. Okay. Yeah, is it Kenya? Hello. Hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you clearly. Okay, I can hear you too. Yeah, I was just awesome. um, waiting to get you in. I was just talking about the, um, you know, the topic, which is um, the socialization of of boys and black boys and girls, and how that how that we socialize each differently, and that actually does more harm than good when it comes yeah, to building stable relationships and and stable families. Um, what some of the things you uh, you've noticed when it comes to that? Like, what are some of the double standards and things of that nature? Okay, well, first off, we raise boys and girls completely different, and they're just headed Mm -hmm. on a completely different trajectory. Girls 
are taught to, you know, settle down, to not, you know, worry about guys, you know, focus on your education, bettering yourself, working on your character, your studies, all that kind of stuff, to not worry about, you know, the opposite sex like that. Most people will go as far as to say just keep your legs closed and your head in the book. And for boys, you know, it's like, well, you know, he's a guy. It's completely understandable. You know, they pat him on the back. You know, the father's like, you know, chip off the old block. You know, he might give him a box of condoms, tell him do your thing, but just protect yourself, you know. And so girls are raised with, you know, a monogamous, for the most part, a monogamous type of mindset. Guys are raised from the jump. You know, I have even heard guys go as far as to tell other guys, you know, you know, smash as many as you can before you mm-hmm. settle down. You know, and that that right. just really makes no sense. Why would you become accustomed to multiple sexual conquests all the time right before you settle down? That's not the way you prepare for anything. If anything, right. they should be working on sexual self-control and sexual self-discipline, you know, not having a free-for-all and then thinking that just because you put on a ring – you're not going to miss that lifestyle of which you've become so accustomed. Mm. That's that's that that's true. That makes uh perfect sense, and it's a it's it's a double standard, and that's like basically the whole um, mantra of of Tariq Nasheed, you know, with his book um, The Art of Macking and things like that, and yeah. and the, and the notion that if if you know you go through your phase and you get all the you get all the, the the sex you can, and then you settle down, and that way you have it out your system. That's a, that's if anything that that just con- conditions you to keep to continuing the behavior. Right, that's because all, people that's don't all it really does. does. Lust right. is not a thirst that can be quenched, like being thirsty mm. for water. You know, lust right. is something. The more you engage in it, the more you know the stronger and the more depraved it can come, it can become. That right. doesn't get better if you indulge it. Right. That does not get better if you indulge it. Right. That's, that, that, that's, that's true. And, and like, and, and, and the real issue that I think men are having in this day and age is that now it seems to be um, a practice that, that women are engaging in too. So now it's a problem, but so long as it was one-sided, and it was right. it was uh, just men doing it, and that's all it was limited to. They were fine with it, but now that women are able to exercise those choices, and she's actually able to do it uh, more prolifically than, than than a man can. Now now it's a problem, and that's why, I, I, like I said the other night on um, when I was live on Facebook, that's why I said yeah. as as a man you have to be careful what what behavior you introduce, yeah. because men started men started that dynamic. And and just yeah. like the whole, you know, thing where they, you know, they call women hoes and talk about they're not saving hoes and stuff like this. But men like hoes. That's what. That's men why they. Hoes. That's why they exist. Yeah, men 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 love hoes. But the problem is, you want to have your nice stable of hoes, but then you want to have a other stable of of ladies that when you get when you when you tired of being of hoeing around, you want to be able to settle down with that with that that special lady, you know, and they're finding it right. increasingly difficult to do that. And that's, that's the but, real issue. It's, it's totally self-serving. And that's why I'd be going against it because it's, it's, it's self-serving. Yeah. It's self-serving and it's, it's selfish because as a woman, you know, that means that you have a guy 
that's been dipping and dabbing for years, maybe decades, and then he want to settle right. down, and then that's all you're supposed to have and be happy with until you die? He's had right. all the fun. You know, that whole time when he was having all that fun, you've been told that you are a woman. So any, you know, right. um, desires or anything like that, you are supposed to suppress them. I'm not saying that I think all women are suppressing them. I'm saying that is what is expected of us. Right. So, you right. know, it's a, it's a, you're supposed to, I mean, because honestly, if, if I think if a majority of the men of a certain mindset had their way, women would mm-hmm. be sitting around on a shelf waiting to be picked and used for sexual gratification. So in that right. case, you know, like they are in other countries, you know, those, right. those women that are dominated over there, they are basically used as uh, sexual gratification and as babysitters for the children. And, of course, cleaners of the house and cookers of the food and washers of the laundry. But right. you see what I'm saying. Right. And, and you know what? It's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's like a counterintuitive thing because they'll, they'll do all this, you know, talk about, you know, balance and things like that, but but everything that they're saying is coming from a you know an and, androcentric you know perspective, an androcentric mm-hmm. uh, worldview. Even their concepts mm-hmm. of balance is, is skewed towards um, masculinity and, and male dominance. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of, especially black men, a lot of us we we tend to want to find our our manhood in those in those types of things. And this is why you have a lot of um, pushback from black men in regards to uh, the, the death of patriarchy as they see it. When the fact is that, that black men in America have never had any patriarchy. We've only, we've yeah. only been satellite clients of, of white male patriarchy. And, and, they, and, they, and, it, and another, th- another way they socialize black women is, well, you know, like a lot of the myths that they promote, especially within the the Black Power movement, um, you know, saying things like, "Well, feminism destroyed the family," and and basically all they're saying when they say that is, um, we were treating our women like shit, but feminism gave them the the wherewithal and the and the, and the ideology to not put up with us and put up with it and leave us. That's basically what they're, that's basically what they're saying. Instead of saying yeah. we were treating our women we were treating our women like shit. And and that's what broke up the family. And and when they do that, because women in general, but I think especially black women, they have that that need to want to you know nurture and make every and make everything all better. So it's it's easy for yeah. us to buy into these concepts and these ideas uh, that you know the woman did this, the woman did that. These things are the woman's fault because because they feel like they can fix it. If we if we turn it and put it and put the onus and the blame where it really belongs, then it's a it's a it's a much more dubious prospect of us getting out of this quagmire because it would it would rest on the shoulders of the men and in my opinion that's where it should rest. I think that's where it should rest, but it seems like a lot of a lot of men are saying, you know, they have no problem leading, but before they do that, the women need to do X, Y, and Z. And I don't understand that because, you know, by definition, leading is going first. You go first right. and you do whatever it is to such a, a stellar level that anybody mm-hmm. who aspires to that and follows in the footsteps that you have laid down for them to follow, you know, it. if they follow you, then 
that increases their probability for success. That's what leadership is. So all of this, we cannot lead or we're not allowed to lead or we won't lead until they this, that, or the other, that goes against the very definition of what leadership is. Right. It's it's a thing where where uh they wanna you know, they wanna leave from behind and and a lot I know like a lot of brothers in that group, Doctor John Henry Clark, um, they get mad. They like you say, they try and you know, they trying to masculine emasculate you when you don't I'm not gonna uh, let brothers think for one minute that, that male leadership is um sitting and denigrating the the one group that's beneath you socially. I'm not gonna let you do that. Right. Men have to men have to be out front and men and men have to lead and you lead by example. And and and, and again it goes back to the to the fatherlessness rate and, and, and things of that nature. It like back in the sixties it was commonplace for, for, for men to have their wife at home, their family at home and then be out having their fun and doing their shenanigans and that contributed yeah. to the illegitimacy rate too, because you can't be a father in two places at once. Absolutely. And I think and I think that's something that that uh that we ignore. So like I said, you know, they concoct these myths to put the onus on the women because it keeps women uh socially subordinate. And I and, and they're wholly vested in that because they're dominated by another uh, another male group. And 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 like I said, if 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 we want to talk about rebuilding the family structure, then it has to be a balanced approach. It can't and, and another thing they do is they'll make it seem like if you address the black family, you're automatically addressing the black uh, uh, the needs of, of each family member. That's, that's that's total garbage. The only reason why you're saying that is because you're trying to subordinate the black woman's struggle to your struggle through race. When right. historically you've all you've always put put gender above race as as black men. Right. That's just a that's that's just a, that's just a fact. Like that's that's what you were engaged in, and and this is and this is why you're the the biggest um, defenders and proponents of, of patriarchy, like, like I said again, when you've never had any, you've never yeah. had any. You've only been attempting to establish something that's uh, um, a, a counter to what to what the white man has established. But but as black men, we got to realize we don't have it like that white man. Like I, I, our women always work. It seems to be this this whole thing where they when they talk. And they talk like our women were sitting at home and were doing the whole uh, leave it to beaver thing. No, our women was out there working with us. That's right. And and, That's and, and then many times, right. And right. and like a lot of them were uh, were employed as as domestic servants. They would work in the homes of these white men. They would be sexually harassed, sexually assaulted. They would be mm-hmm. they would be raped. And then they got to come home and deal and deal with your crap in the household too. And so they, and, and you know what I said? The, the black woman in America has never had her experience contextualized. When they talk about the black woman in America, they do it within a vacuum. Um, right. Because the, 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 the thing is, she's always been isolated um, in the, within the socio-political context of America. Because um, white, men, white men fetishize her sexually. The white women ha- have animus towards her because of that. Mm-hmm. And black men have historically uh, mis- mis- mistreated her in search of their man, in search of their masculinity, and so she's always been in a in a um, precarious position. And 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 the things that we're talking about tonight, as uh, talking about how they're socialized, 
that's just another that's just more evidence of that. Yeah, it is. And the other evidence yeah, of know. it is how um, you know, any man, any random man would be extremely hurt, upset, angry, heartbroken and mm-hmm. everything to find out that his teenage daughter is having sex, but not so much when it comes to the boys. And that's right. you know those, I can I can admit that from experience. You said what? I said I can admit that from experience. Not it was not like in the, not experience in the in the in the in the real context of the word, but I mean like I I, I feel I, that's how I am. I'm like man. I, I mean I know it's a double standard, but it's just like it's it's conditioning. It's all the social conditioning. Right. It's all the social conditioning. It's, it just seems like a different. Like we're more tolerant of it when it comes from um when it comes from boys. And, and I, matter of fact, I remember my mother told me. She said that um, her father, he caught, um, I think it was her, because she's the oldest, but he caught, he caught her younger brother, um, you know, engaging in, you know, um, sex, and he basically just, you know, high-fived him. You know, so that, that's, that's always been a, um, you know, been a historical, a historical thing within, um, within America, where we, you know, it, we apply a different standard. When it comes to those types of things, um, to, to boys and girls. Yeah, but that that does not make any sense when we're raising them completely different to want and expect completely different things from relationships, and then expecting them to come together and for that to work. And then if it doesn't work, you know, it's the way it's going, and especially online. It's seeming like mm-hmm. it, it just really gets blamed on the woman. If they, if it's not blamed it on the woman, if it's not blamed on the woman that he is with, then it's blamed on the woman who raised him. Either way, it's it's blamed on a black woman, and I, it's not right. That's not right. Right, right. I, I, I um, like I said, I, I, I agree, and 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 and, and that's what it's, it really is all about. Just like I said, uh, subordinating. The woman, because if it was really about balance, then we would have a uniform standard on how exactly. we, the expectations we would raise them with exactly. coming to when we talk about coming to be together. So it's a it's 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 a um, and that's why I say it's a, it's a totally self-serving, you know, self-serving dynamic, and mm-hmm. and and that's why we have to be, you know, historically astute to know exactly the context, so we know what they're talking about when they say, "Well, this destroyed this destroyed the family structure." Or that destroyed the family structure and 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 things of that nature because the the context is important. Yeah. The context is very important. The guest um, I'm gonna the guest call in number. The guest call in number is six four six five six four nine eight five eight. We have a couple of callers in here right now. All but, right. Um, yeah, but but you know that's and that's the that's the um you know the whole deal the whole deal with that and. And like you said, it's it's very prevalent on um on on social media, and 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 many of them, like many of the brothers I talk to, like in the group and stuff like that, they'll try and dismiss it because it's on social media. But my thing is that social media is a microcosm of the larger society. That's I mean, right. you know, like social social media isn't existing within a vacuum. So so That's those right. those views and those feelings that they bring to social media, they have them mm-hmm. in the larger society too. And they proliferate in a large society too, and, mm-hmm. and and they'll say things well like it's 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 not all of us. It's not 
it, but but like I I was telling um somebody the other day on a on one of my lives that it doesn't you don't in order for a pathology to exist in a community you don't need a majority of participation you only need enough people participating in it for it to exist and that goes back to the to the and, and really what we're talking about here is the the culture of oppression that exists that exists for women in general but especially black women it seems to me that men of other races especially white men they seem to be more tolerant of of um of of a woman's sexual prowess or sexual past in black men and i'm not really sure what you know where it's stemming from because you don't hear um things like i'm not saving them and, and stuff like that within other um, within other other parts of society, it seems like it's something that's very much isolated and prevalent within uh, black male black male thought. What are, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think? Well, I mean, I think that it's been a concerted effort. It's the culture mm. that's based on you know how we treat each other, how we see other people treating each other, the media, the music, the movies. The TV shows, you know, mm. I think that a lot of men think that um, women are the main ones negatively influ- influenced by music and movies. They always cite things like love and hip hop or basketball wives right. or whatever. But there right. are plenty of negative um, media that is affecting, you know, the way men view and treat women in a derogatory way that, you know, just does not get addressed right. because everybody is worried about you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta or something. You know, that's not the only right. way, you know, media is used to make us turn on each other. Right. Because, you know, that, like media, that's the, the, the very purpose of media is, is the art of suggestion, the power of suggestion, to suggest right. certain ideas and to shape uh, social and cultural mores. That's the, that's the whole purpose of, uh, of media. I remember back in the 70s, I was doing some research and back in the seventies, when they started coming up with the the, the pimp, uh, the pimp porn books, which would you know pimps would would write and give their uh, their experiences in the in the pimp game and stuff like that, the biggest purchases mm-hmm. of, purchases of those books were black men. It was almost right. that's, that was basically the whole the the, the whole uh, demographic. And I was yeah. and I would I, that's why I asked brothers what would be in our dichotomy as men. In our thought process as men, in our psychology as men, what would be what would be present to make us uh, buy that 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 type of book, and then to sit here and pretend like it hasn't had any bearing on the way we view and and, and socialize with our with our women is is disingenuous and it's dishonest. It's I mean, like a you, huge can, you can see it. The, it has. It, it it really has, and and that's why I bring it up all the time. Like when we're talking about hoes, who who created hoes? And, right. and 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 that and it, it it all goes back to the double standard to the way we're socialized and I mean you can even see these these types of things these types of dynamics within other uh within other things too even when we talk about the ideas of what of what masculinity is and stuff like that those things right. all all serve to 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 create um. A, a, a social monster, and this is what you have. Like, and, and, and hip hop has been the biggest purveyor of it. You know, hip hop yeah. has. I mean, everything that everything native that we're talking about is present, um, historically and present and currently in hip hop. The 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 um the demeaning of women, the uh 
the, the glorification of, of sexual licentiousness, um, being being violent, false notions mm-hmm. of, of masculinity and manhood, all these different yeah. things. And if we're going to be serious about rebuilding the uh, the family structure, the answer isn't isn't to try and browbeat and to shame women into being more tolerant and overly tolerant of those behaviors. And that's that's exactly what they're trying to do. And we need to stop romanticizing the past as well. And let's not act like right. the black exploitation films of the seventies, like Dolomite and Superfly and the Mac, which you know objectified women and you know right. made it okay to be out there pimping and playing. And they, they, that wasn't promoting family values. Nobody got family oriented right. off of one from those. You know right. that that exactly. apart. That affected the people who viewed and kept viewing you know, and quoting and acting out what they saw on that screen. It had a negative effect. Right. right. And, and that goes back to, you know, when they, because, you know, they, they like to blame, um, you know, welfare for the, for the breakdown of the family structure. Never mind the fact that there's, there's no evidence to support that claim, none whatsoever. Um, right. But, but that's what they, that's what they want to blame when we don't look at, they, we don't look at the factors like that. Like what, you know, what else was, was going on, Within society, because at, at, at that point, before that time, America in general was a was a more conservative um, society, especially on especially on matters of of uh, sex and relationships. Even even um black society too, and and, and then like when we talk about uh, uh, the social structure in, in the way of, not the social I'm sorry the family structure in the way it was for black people, it was it was largely intact. In, in in the South and in the in the Bible Belt region because of those you know those Christian values families mm-hmm. in the South even though they were even though they were under um, Jim Crow and they were and they were poor and impoverished they 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 tended to be more stable than as opposed to to families in the big in the big population centers and in the cities like when those uh when those black families started migrating north. And going into those and going into those big cities, they would encounter the vices of the big cities, the bright lights in big cities. You know, the the the, uh, the gambling, the, the the drug use, the alcohol use, um, the prostitution, and, and 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 those things, which really which we really can't quantify, those things had a, had an effect on the behavior and thought patterns of those uh, those families that were in in the big cities. And, and so we don't even we don't even look at that when we talk about that. We just want to blame it on welfare, because if we blame it on welfare, we can redirect it to the black woman instead of focusing on the real issue. Yeah, and we also need to keep in mind the fact that a lot of times, the reason why those families of previous generations stayed together longer was not because any, you know, any. Bottom line is women have traditionally just taken it. Whatever relationship dynamic was given to them, they just took it. They stood by their man. They they patted each other on the back and consoled each other. They wiped each other's tears, and they said, girl, you know how men are, or a man is going to be a man. Boys will be boys. You know, the only reason... 
it's not working anymore is because women are not taking it anymore. And for the men who are upset at the women who are not taking it anymore, just understand that we have seen our family members and friends of previous generations take all of that and it still did not work. A man can and will, you know, treat you like whatever for 40, 50 years and still leave you for someone half your age. You can do all of that and it still not work out for you. So why waste all of your youth hoping that he treats you right in the end? Why even do that? So what do so let me ask you what do you think um some of the solutions are to 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 uh to this dynamic because even even as as much as change within the last fifty years, those structural uh thought patterns are still there like i think it's 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 ingrained to a certain degree within um within men and women for it to be that way, and like you said I, that's why that's why there's this fervor and this anger. Because you have more and more women that's that's kicking against it, but it's still it's still there. So, what do you think like would be some solutions to that to that whole dynamic? I think the solution to the whole dynamic is to do away with this double standard. You know, mm. you cannot expect better treatment from somebody than you're willing to give, and think that that is going to be conducive to longevity. Nobody wants to receive the short end of the stick in perpetuity. Nobody wants to live like that. Right. You can try, but it just eats away at you a little bit more every day, every incident, every year, you know. Mm. Nobody wants to live like that. You know, black, black women do not enjoy sexism any more than black men enjoy racism. And you can say that right. it's not the same, but the dominant group will never see the oppression of the oppressed through their eyes. Right, right, exactly. And I, that, because I, I even mentioned that many times that dominant group has a self-aggrandizing interest in maintaining exactly. um, the status quo when it, when it, when it benefits them uh, unduly or unjustly. And and, yeah. and 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 I mean and 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 they know that like we 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 know and and see what they do is they're trying to make it seem like because it's not there's no system because it's not a system in place then it's not real you know the oppression isn't real but the, you don't need a system, a system in place to oppress place. somebody. Look, black men don't have to personally put a system in place to oppress women because white men put the right. systems in place to oppress their women. It's like. It's like, you know, black men and the oppression of black women is like a person on one of those conveyor belts at the airport where you just step on it. You don't have to even walk. It will take you where you want to go. You don't have to actively do Mm. anything. All you have to do is not walk the opposite direction. If a man is not fighting against the oppression of women, then he is, you know, going along with it. All it takes for... Right. What's that quote? Something about... All it takes for evil to succeed is for good people to do nothing. That's the same right. thing. You don't have to right. wake up ready to, you know, put your boot on the woman's neck to be, you know, aiding in um, it, sexism because you aid in it by just being complacent and complicit. Right, by mind. default, you're aiding in it. Right. I mean, we can even like you know what they'll say. They'll be like, "Well, black women not 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 below black men socially." I'll say, "Oh yeah, okay. Well, tell me how many 
how many statewide elected officials have we had as black women? How many governors have we? How many black female governors have we had? How many black female presidents have we had? How many black female senators that have we had? How many? We've had a, we've had a black president and haven't and haven't had a uh, a black male president and haven't had a white female president yet. And and it, and it all goes back because these things aren't aren't just isolated. These are themes. These are these are part of themes. That have existed ever since the thirteen colonies. Mm-hmm. That's why, and so you can't. And, and it's just like you said, uh, 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 black men don't have to actually put a, a a system in place because the white man already has one in place. Right. And, and so, and so, and and that's what I'm saying too, because they always, they've always uh, bought into that, and, and and they know what it is. Like you know, with that, they just don't want to, like you said, they don't want to acknowledge it because then if you acknowledge the problem then you have um, a responsibility to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and and, I, I and, and, that, and that's, uh, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. No. Uh, yeah, I was saying, and, and, you know, and that's just, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the problem. You know, they don't want to acknowledge it because then they have to, have to do something about it. And so, like I said, you create all these things. It's, it's really, really, it's a zeitgeist. It's a zeitgeist, and it's and it's prevalent within the so-called black conscious movement, and 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 that's the whole thing. And and like they because they'll even confuse and conflate the difference between um, a man and woman with a husband and wife. You know, yeah. like it's those are, are are two different dynamics. That's not the same the same thing, but they'll make yeah. it the same thing because all they want to do is have it where women or black women in particular are socially subordinated to them because you know you right. can't subordinate that white man you know you can't really subordinate that white woman so you do it to the next group you know you can do it to right and that, and that's really all it is I mean you had because they'll even say things like you know uh, like I said the demonization of, of, of feminism and feminists now don't get me wrong I'm not a male feminist but I understand it was necessary because of because of what we were just talking about, this theme that that's uh, that goes back to the thirteen colonies, it was it was necessary. It was totally necessary, even even for even for black women. And they try and like I said, they try and use race as a means to to delegitimize it. Right. Wow. You know, and, and um and you know like like I said that's the that's the uh the whole the whole problem um you know the whole feminism did this feminism did that I'm sorry I have to say we need to get back to basics you just treat people the way you want to be treated you know but women didn't have right. to be born female any more than men asked to be born black. So to be put right. in a subservient role based off of something that you had, you know, you know, no, no part in choosing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. black men more so than any other man should understand that. Right. But to, to then turn around and use that against black women, you know, it's disheartening. Yeah, right. And, and like I said, that but see, that's that's why that because there because it's it's the same. It's the same psychology that 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 white people are under. The only thing they have is their whiteness. Like if you know if you don't have anything else going, or and you're poor and you don't 
you have no nothing else to rest your laws on. You rest it on the fact that you're a woman. I mean, sorry, that you're white. You know, that's uh, W.E.B. Du Bois called the psychological wage of whiteness. And to a, and to a degree, as black men, we've, we, we've done that to a mm-hmm. degree. I mean, look, and, and, you can, and you can't even say, well, well that's, that's, that's men who don't know no better. That's men who are not on the right path. That's men who are, who are in the world or what, that, or what have you. But look at what Elijah Muhammad was doing in, in, in the Nation of Islam. That's right. He was getting he was he was getting those young girls trained. This supposed to be uh, uh, um, an enlightened black man, and he was yeah. engaging in a behavior, and and those and those in the nation were going along with it, and and yeah. and, and because Malcolm X wasn't willing to go along with that, that's why they fell out. That's why they fell out with him and parted ways with him, because he wasn't willing to go. He wasn't willing to go along with that. And I, right. I saw an interview that he did, and he even. Even when he when he confronted Elijah Muhammad, he said Elijah Muhammad said, "Well, those are my wives. You know, I have to do this. I got to spread my seed. I'm I'm Muhammad the prophet from from uh, a thousand years ago." And like Malcolm X said, he said, "Well, if that's the case, those sisters shouldn't have been brought before before the nation and, and shouldn't have been embarrassed like that and ridiculed like that and mocked like that." You see, and 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 like I said, so that that theme is. It's something that's integral to a, to America, and, and black men have bought into it historically because that's all we've had. And and when I say things like that in the group, they'll be like, "Oh, well, you you're man bashing, you hate men." It's it's not even about that. Like I said, this is the that's the that's the right moral stance to take. Right. It's, a, it's about it's about being fair and about being you know what's right and what's wrong. Have nothing to do with me with me hating um hating men. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go along with you know with bullshit just out of, out of some misguided allegiance to to masculinity and manhood and then man, masculinity and manhood that's based on errant errant concepts you know that right. concepts that's all, that's an error so I'm, I'm I don't go along with that and that's I know that's why a lot of them you know don't really like me but it's, it's the right stance to take. Yeah, it is. And for the dominant group who's always been on the receiving end of advantages, you know, any steps mm. towards equality is going to feel like an affront to the lifestyle that they've become accustomed with. They're comfortable there. Right. They like having women in a subordinate situation, you know. They right. don't want somebody coming along and making waves, you know, because as long as people like you don't speak mm-hmm. out, then they can say to women, look, that's just the way it is. That is just the way men think. Men and women think differently. Right. And, you know, you you just need to accept it. It's in your nature and you right. just don't want to accept it, you know. But when somebody right. like you comes along, they can't tell you that you don't know what it feels like to be a black man. They can't tell you that, you know, you're just emotional. Are you on your cycle right now? You know, they cannot right. say that to you because you are going exactly through the same experience that they are going through, and yet you have a different opinion. Right. Exactly. And if if, if any callers have any, any questions, just hit the one, and that will put you in a queue. I'll be able to see you and, and, and um, bring you in so you can ask your question or if you have a comment. But, um, yeah, that's, that's like I said, that's exactly, that's exactly right. Also, we have... 
Um, 50, a little bit over 15 minutes left left for the show. But um, yeah, and so that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm hoping, I'm hoping to do. Like, uh, like a lot, like a lot of times when I was posting, I would do that to, you know, cause a, you know, a, a conversation and dialogue around mm-hmm. around certain things. Because when, mm-hmm. you, when you have a conversation and dialogue around something, then you can you can actually get something going, you know, and get something um something something done hopefully. But I mean, I, I realize that um that it's it's almost like the, the same thing with you know with, with with white supremacy. I mean, it a lot of these these brothers are are wholly vested in that, wholly, and they've been and they've been hearing it, and then not only hearing it, but it's also reinforced. It's reinforced in our culture. It's reinforced in our society. It's reinforced in our media. It's reinforced on social media. Mm-hmm. These uh these things and these things. And we got to realize that 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 being a husband is a is an occupation. It's not just some privileged position where where you're basically just just uh, sit on your ass and you're served hand and foot. That's not what being a husband is about. Being a husband is a, is at the end of the day when 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 you're a husband and a, and you want to be the man of the house and the head of the house, then that means you're the great you're you're the greatest servant in that house. It's, it's your at the end of the day, it's your responsibility. You don't get to say, "Well, her too," because that's what a lot of us say. Like when you, you know, we talk about these things, they make it seem like black women and black men have been equal, uh, equal partners in the, in the dysfunction. When the fact of the matter is that in 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 most cases, black men were not only present, but they were facilitating it. Right. They were they were facilitating. It. And then we're gonna have to do a you know, do a do a show on that. Like go through go through these different parts of this zeitgeist point by point and, and and expose and expose the truth, whether you know, whether people listen and whether whether they like it or not. The truth is the truth. That's right. And that's just like I said, that's that's what I've been trying to do. And if we don't do this, then we'll just continue to see these same themes replaying themselves mm-hmm. over and over again. Black men should have understood that they had to operate differently with their woman than with that white man because you don't have to like him. Mm-hmm. You all like you know like I say you always needed your woman to work. So it's a, so it's always it's always been a team thing. And 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 like I've heard you know older gentlemen talk about it and stuff like that. I mean it, it was it was good for you, but what was it doing to the woman? And then you wonder how come your women are masculine. Yeah. You know, like you wonder how come they're they're like I said they're strong and independent because they've had to be. Right. They certainly couldn't you know couldn't couldn't um couldn't count on us, but we, we like I said we create these myths to make it seem that way. Mhm. And, and at some point we're gonna have to you know face it so we can actually do something about it and take a and take a critical look at how we're socializing these these black boys. And these black girls, and 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 that's you know like I was telling the brother he 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 was talking about the black family, but that's a, that's disingenuous. We act like black boys and black girls are come together off an assembly line in a pair. They don't like they each have they they they're, they're individuals. They're individuals, and they have to come together to form a unit. So each individual has to be in, has to be whole and intact to do that. You see, and that, and and that's why I say that they're trying to, you know, subordinate the, the issues and the concerns and black women through through race, and, and that that's not going to work. 
No. And it's not working. Right. Not working. It's not going to work. Nope. Yep. It's not because yeah, black women um, just started being upset about the oppression. They're just more outspoken now. Right. If you speak to right. women of older generations, you know, if they're telling you the truth, you know, they'll tell you some things that you didn't want to think about grandpa, you know, but it was mm, true. Right. You know, and the, and the right. woman just suppressed everything and went on baking cookies, you know, and mopping the floor like right. nothing was going on. Even if she was crying and to sleep every night. And working, right. That's right. Women have been, and you working, know, working. babysitting kids, cooking plates, making prom dresses, being the candy lady, you know, uh, yeah. being made for white folks, doing everything, trying to help out. Right. Yep. And and, 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 and like you said, and to have do all that and then... Um, you know, still get left after all that. You know, like, like right. it was. You know what it was like? It was just like. Have you seen that movie Fences with Denzel Washington? That movie what? Fences with Denzel Washington. No, I haven't. You haven't seen it, Fences? But mm-hmm. I mean, but that was the that was that was like a real, you know, African American ex- experience. And I and I and like I get it, you know, black men back then, you know, they had it a lot harder than what we do now. But just because you have it hard, that still don't mean that still don't give you the right to to mistreat your woman. And that's what I'm be trying to tell, you know, like brothers in that in that Dr. John Henry Clark Henry Clark speaks group. And like, cause you know, they they even say like you said, they condition the boys to be the so-called thug thug type, which we know they're just using that as a as a as a smokescreen. And, and then blame blame the woman the woman for choosing them, but right. that's all your conditioning. What 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 like what do you expect? Right. You know what what do you expect? And and because I, I asked um I asked one of them that how do you quantify what a, what a good man is? What do you mean when you say a good man? How what 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 criteria is she supposed to supposed to choose by if our boys are conditioned to be womanizers? Right. I mean, that's that, that's basically it, and, and that's why I said it all starts with the way we view our women. And, and well, this is what happens what's after. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I was gonna say this is what happens after after you know 30 years of of singing and rapping about how your women are bitches and hoes, and we don't love this and mm-hmm. we don't love that. This is what you create. Mm-hmm. And and, and 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 you know this is uh this is where we are. We have a we have a a, a culture of um of dysfunction, and and all these things have have coalesced to 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 create this um, illegitimacy rate, the out of wedlock child rate, um, single parent home rate. All these different things play a part. And if we're gonna be yeah. honest about you know, fixing it, honest and objective, then it starts with that. It starts with the way we, the way we as black men view our women, and that's something that that's integral to what we're talking about. The way we're socialized, the way they're socialized. Right. Because I even, you know, like I even have to, you know, tell my son. I wonder how many men have sat down with their sons and asked and and, and taught them the, you know, about no means no, and how right. you don't take advantage of a of a woman sexually. 
Like, that's not what you do. You don't take advantage of a woman sexually. And this is how it come a lot of times, like a lot of um, athletes and stuff, they end up in, in, in sex scandals with rape charges because nobody yeah. never told them that. Nobody never told them that. Things like, you know, no means no. Um, just because a woman's, you know, drunk or in, and out of it, that doesn't mean you have access to her sexually. Things like that. Like, these are things that I'll sit down and, 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 and talk to you know, with, with with my son, and 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 for me, it's a it's a it's a it's a different thing because I I have it from both sides. Because I have sons and daughters, so I you know I have to be cognizant of 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 the things that that each one of face. And I think this is right. this, this is what has helped me to have this more objective, balanced approach as far as mm-hmm. as opposed to being somebody who's just looking to ingratiate women to myself. Through the society and through the culture, this is because that's what a lot of these brothers are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, we have uh, six minutes left to, to the, till the show ends. The name of the show is uh, the Great Liberators, uh, with the host Amiri and my uh, co-host Kenya, Kenya White. Um, the show will be airing uh, every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll just be covering different topics. Eventually, I want to get it to maybe where we can have some um, some guests and authors and stuff like that in and do some, you know, interviews and, you know, really get it, um, you know, really make it, ro- make it robust and hopefully start a, start a, start a movement for, for change that I think is, is, is sorely needed. Sorely needed. And then... And, and Facebook, they 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 canceled my account, man. And so they kind of forced my hand. I don't I don't know what's going. I'm trying to I'm going through my mind trying to figure out. I don't know if it's because because you know what I remember I remember doing that live stream. I started mm-hmm. talking about white supremacy. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. why. I don't know what it is. It's crazy how know. they just and they won't they and they won't let me open another account. That's the crazy thing. Because you know what? After after that other live I did, mm-hmm. um, constant. Cause she got on there with me, and she said that mm-hmm. um, she said that her, they had blocked her from doing live after that. Wow. Oh so I don't God. know, I don't understand what it could be, but they won't let me mm-hmm. get another account. So it kind of forced my hand. So you know, we do it and just you know see where it goes. Right. Wow. Okay. You know. We got. I mean, we got we got three listeners today, so then I'll probably once this cause I, like once I end the episode, they'll um they'll uh you know process it and stuff like that, and I'll probably post it in 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 my group that I had uh Black Men United, and then I'll probably post it on my wife's Facebook page too. Post the okay. audio, right? Yeah, but um yeah, but this is a you know I think this is a a good first uh showing and we can you know, like you know structure it out more and stuff like that and, and like I said you know really uh go through a lot of these topics you know point by point and and really bring some clarity like even like next week's show is going to be talking about the difference between masculinity and manhood those are those are not are not the same but we act like they are we act like they are we think that if we if we increase the masculinity we'll increase the manhood no you won't because 
uh, masculinity is a, is a strength dynamic and manhood is a power dynamic. They're totally different. And so you yeah. have to, if you don't have, you can have all the strength you want, but if you don't have a power mechanism to exert that strength, mm-hmm. then all you, all you end up with is machoism and, and toxic masculinity. And, and all, cause all these things are connected because that plays a part into what we're talking about too. False notions right. of, I mean, today we, as it stands now, we make it, we make, especially black men, we make them think like it's, it's weak to love a woman or it's weak yeah. to, you know, weak to, to cherish a woman. We make them think that that's weakness. They think that's weakness. And, yeah. and, and these things are, and, and the reason why, why I take exception with that is because this is why we as men can stand around idly and do nothing while they murder us, our women, and our children in the street like dogs. And the greatest uh thing that we could come up with, the greatest tactic that we can come up with to, to counter that is, is, is doing an NFL protest and and really think we're doing something like these. That's why, because there's there's this disconnect. We think it's weak to love a woman and, and the things that's contributing to this are the uh, the, the zeitgeist that's that's being perpetuated especially by the so called black and conscience community, in my opinion. When we mm-hmm. talk about, you know, um, like the, 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 those sisters was leaving um, the civil rights movement and becoming feminists and stuff like that because the men were already had already bought into in, 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 into misogynistic views. That's what created that. That was a reaction. It's always been a reaction to what we've been doing. But I don't like think the women ever left the civil rights movement. The uh, women. Well, I don't think true. the women even left the civil rights movement. They just also had the other interests of a women's right movement. We are both right, right. black That's and true. women at the same time. So you know, right. it's not about choosing one or the other for us. It's we're both at all times. We right. are. We care about the interests of black people, and we care about the interests of women at the exact same time. It was. Right. I don't think they ever left black men to care about women's stuff. We cared about women right. stuff the whole time. We just weren't right, getting any. <laughs> we weren't getting any. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. So they try to make it seem like intersectionality is a myth. But we got less than we got less than a minute left. So Kenya, it's been it's it's been good um talking to yeah. you, chopping it up with you. And like I said, we'll try and build it out and you know, uh get it going and, you know, really like I said, focus on these things and and, ex- and expose a lot of the, the misinformation that's out there. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I look forward to doing it, you know, uh, every Sunday for the foreseeable future. See what, you know, see sure. where it takes us. Me too. It's so, been a pleasure. R- right. Same here. All right. So this, this, that's going to conclude it for the, the first episode of um, the Great Liberators Internet Radio Show. Everybody have a blessed night. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>